small business news, advice, and education. This is Startup BizCast. Welcome, everyone. This is Startup BizCast number 70. I'm your host, Steve Mullen, president of Endgame Public Relations. Startup BizCast is the small business advice podcast that takes less time than your average coffee break. It's produced by BizPods, the corporate podcast production service from Endgame Public Relations. For more information, please visit endgamepr.com forward slash podcasts. Now, I've been talking a lot about online news releases lately. I was a presenter at two webinars earlier in the month and discussed online news releases at each. Plus, I updated the very popular review of online news release distribution services on my business blog last week. Now, that blog post is a companion to Startup BizCast number 67, in which I did a similar review. This week on Startup BizCast, we're going to talk more about the how involved in using online news release distribution as part of your SEO strategy. For this discussion, I'm going to welcome back Jian Wei from online news release Presswire PR Web. He was my guest way back in Episode 7, and he's back now for Episode 70. That's coming up, but first I want to offer some listener-submitted advice. One overlooked option on the Startup BizCast blog is a form where you could submit your own advice. When I receive that advice, I either turn it into an episode or talk about it here. Now, this week, I have advice submitted by Derek Hayes from WOE Enterprises. WOE stands for Word of Encouragement. Derek writes, I recently have learned to market my business through gift bags at events. In the near future, my opportunities will be promoted in events involving music, cancer research, and business development. Contact local event and meeting planners to see if they'll be having gift bags at their events. Some events are free for placement in gift bags, and some events have a fee. And that is great advice, Derek, and thank you for sharing it. Gift bags are a great, unique way to get the word out about your products. When people receive a freebie like that, you know they're going to look at it, which means it might just be more valuable than buying ads in some cases. Thanks again to Derek Hayes from WOE Enterprises, and feel free to add your own advice by clicking on Submit Your Advice at the Startup BizCast blog. Now it's time to take a look at business news from this past week in the BizCast Brief. Small business confidence continues to slide due to the weak economy. According to the most recent Discover Small Business Watch Index, small business owner confidence is now at its lowest level since the index was established more than two years ago. Another recent survey shows small businesses are diving into the social networking pool. More than half of the small business owners polled in the Shore Payroll study say they believe sites like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter can be useful for their companies. More on those stories and others can be found on the Startup BizCast blog, including a link to a blog post that has some great tips on email marketing. I'll be back with this week's small business advice segment right after this. This program is produced by BizPods, the podcast production service from Endgame Public Relations. To find out how your organization can join the podcasting revolution, please visit www.endgamepr.com forward slash podcasts. Welcome back. Time for this week's Startup BizCast small business advice segment. I've discussed in this podcast a number of times how online news releases can be a great way to help your business. This week, my guest and I talk about how to ensure that you get the most of the releases you're posting. Joining me is Jian Wei from online press release Newswire, PR Web. He recently wrote a great post on his personal blog that charted out a number of great news release SEO strategies. That's search engine optimization. Jian was my guest on Startup BizCast number 7, and now he's back for number 70. 
Gian, welcome back to Startup BizCast, and thanks for joining us. Well, it's a pleasure to be back, Steve. Now, I know we've talked about PR Web and online news release distribution in the past, but give us a rundown of PR Web for those who aren't familiar with it. PR Web is uh, relatively new in the newswire industry. We've been around for about 10 years now, acquired by Vocus in August 2006. Um, what really distinguishes us, and I, I use this as kind of a simple device, but if you look at newswires, you know, you got PR Newswire, Business Wire, um, they really come from this idea of using literally a wire to uh, communicate news, okay? Now, you look at PR Web, we were really born in the Internet paradigm where you use the Internet to communicate news. So think about the difference between the way a wire will transmit information and the way the web transmits information, and that gives you a general idea about how we differentiate ourselves in the market. Um, We really look to things like search engines, RSS, email, Internet technologies to disseminate information, not just to journalists, but also to... Uh, more broadly, consumers, bloggers, anybody who has an interest in a news story, um, not just not just the media. So we talk a lot about direct-to-consumer um, communications and us as a facilitator of direct-to-consumer communications through the Internet. Um, so I'm, you know, I'll leave it real simple, but um, I think this is, this is sort of how we differentiate ourselves on a very general level. Now, we're here to talk about the SEO benefits of online news releases, and you wrote a great post on your personal blog about this. So let's start simple. How can online news releases help a business website in, say, 150 words or less? Well, uh, you want my answer in 150 words or less? <laughs> if at all possible. No, I, feel free to take Twitter, 200 if you want. limitation on <laughs> I know, that, you know we, could, we, could really, we could really get onto this all day, but I mean, what are the basics? Sure. Yeah, okay. Um, Keep it short. You know, one of the really important things in uh, search engines determining relevance and content is uh, volume of backlinks. Now, when you put out a news release, you generate a lot of buzz. Uh, You generate buzz through a variety of means. I won't go in, so we can stick to to my limitation here. But um, the outcome of that buzz is tends to be a lot of hyperlinks back to your website. So people just launching their website, if they're looking for a boost in the search engine rankings, by sending out a news release online, you can create a lot of buzz, create a lot of traffic and backlinks back to your site, and that has a lot of search benefits. So the big thing is links. So let's talk links. Uh, One thing I've tried to hammer away at uh, with, with people on this show, on my blogs, is to make sure you always include a link in your release to your website. And it's shocking to me that people forget this, but uh, without it, obviously, there's very little SEO benefit to you. Now, aside from remembering the link, how can you maximize the impact of that link in a news release? Well, there's, there's a lot of um, sort of tactical ways to, to maximize the benefit. I mean, one is to use anchor text. Uh, what that means is instead of spelling out the hyperlink, www. Um, focus.com, for instance. You're going to put that hyperlink in keywords that are important to your business. So you're going to put that hyperlink in, um, you know, Focus, we do public relations software. So instead of putting public relations software, parenthesis, www.vocus.com, you can embed that hyperlink using anchor text. So anchor text is a real important tactical element of hyperlinks. And I know uh, the the release distribution level, uh, the one hundred twenty dollar level, is where you're uh, where you start being able to do that on PR Web. Is that right? 
It's it's the SEO visibility level, which is at $200. $200, pardon me, pardon me. Now, what about including keywords in your release? Uh, I guess the goal is, I understand it, you want to use a lot of the same keywords that you use in your website, so the release will rank right there with your site on the search engines. What's the best way to make sure those keywords are in the release? You know, there's a number of ways. Um, you know, we the way we actually structure the release We'll take the title of the news release. So when you're inputting the title to your to your news release, we'll take that and we'll add it as the title tag, um, the title description tag to your release. Uh, also, we allow you to add additional keywords that we'll add uh, we'll put in as metadata. So these are the meta keywords. Um, but there's also structured elements uh, on the visible news release itself. You know, clearly in the title you want to have your keywords. There's also a subhead or summary where you want to have additional keywords and then in the first paragraph um, as well. I guess the other benefit to having those keywords is that your release is seen as by the search engines as being relevant to your website, which uh, the search engines like relevant links, and that's the idea there. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think there's a number. It serves a number of purposes. It serves that purpose you just mentioned. Um, also, you can you know ensure that when people are in news search or web search, um, and they're using those keywords to find news that uh, or find information that your news would be relevant to, um, you can also be sure that you know your news will be delivered to them. Now, what's the the biggest tip? What's the most important? piece of advice you have for someone hoping to use releases, uh, news releases online as part of their SEO strategy? Well, this is actually, this is actually was, the, was sort of the, the theme of my blog, um, as a matter of fact. And, you know, we had a lot of customers come into us and asking about different tactical elements. You know, should I have three keywords there? Should I have four keywords there? Um, things like this. And I, I, I sort of think to a certain extent, we had some people who, who may put the carriage in front of the horse. And I think the most important thing, and again, I try to, try to convey this in my blog posting, the most important thing is to just com- create compelling copy, to have a compelling story in your news release that people want to read and that people want to share. Um, from a search perspective, that's the most important thing you can do because the outcome of that, if your news release goes out on the web, Journals are going to read it. They're more likely to write a story about your news. Bloggers are going to read it. They're more likely to write an article about it. People are more likely to share it in some of these social media sites like Dig or Delicious. Um, and at the end of the day, people are actually going to click through from that news or that news release back to your homepage. So, so again, I think from a search perspective, it sounds funny to say, but I don't think it's all the tactics. I actually think it's just writing a great story that's really interesting and that people want to read and people want to share. That's very good advice. Uh, good storytelling and, and good news hook uh, being the most important thing. Um, now, uh, just today, actually, uh, PR Web released a report uh, that kind of charts out the return on investment for news releases. Now, I think this is great being able to quantify that. Can you give us kind of an overview of that? And I'll make sure there's a link to it in the show notes for this episode. But can you give us just kind of an overview of what was found? Um, I first would like to just note that we, we did this research. We actually sponsored this research. So we didn't do this research ourselves. We contacted a third party called the Society for New Communications Research. Uh, their website is sncr.org. And they are 
a kind of a mix of academics, people who work in the industry. Um, they created a research group, which included a professor from Tulane. Her name is Dr. Mikhaila Vorvanau and uh, Shell Holtz. So a lot of people in the PR industry are probably familiar with his work. Um, and the goal of this research, our underlying research question, was to understand how people's use of news releases or press releases had changed in the past 10 years. Based on how this has changed, we were interested in knowing what are the ways that they measure success when they put their news releases or press releases out now? What are the implications of that? And um, also, you know, based on that, what are some of the best practices and tips and things like that? So, so we actually found out, I and mean, we found some pretty striking results uh, from our research. Uh, for one, we actually found that no longer were people only interested in media pickups or um, you know how many hits they got in the media. They're starting to become more interested in how many people actually read the release. So this is sort of, um, again, gets back to our idea of direct-to-consumer versus direct-to-media. Um, direct-to-media, a good indicator is how many media pickups, you know, how many media outlets write about them. Direct-to-consumer, how many people just read the release itself. So a lot of people are starting to look at that as a, as a very important metric. Now, the second metric, or the second finding I would like to, to just mention, um, is the importance of bloggers and new media outlets. Uh, still, you know, actually, the, the most important target for the news release is still journalists and media outlets. That hasn't changed. But it's really the, the difference between that and the second, which is bloggers and new media outlets, has really narrowed. And it's almost at a point where a lot of organizations are starting to look to bloggers and new media outlets as very viable place um, where they want to get their news release posted. So these were the two findings that really struck me. Um, there's a lot of other findings, though. And, uh, and Steve, I think you're, you said you'd be posting a link. So, uh, you know, the, the research is available on the web. So it's, it's a good place to look. Definitely. And, yes, there will be a, a link in the show notes uh, for this episode and a link on the Startup BizCast blog as well. So if anybody wants to take a look at it, they can take a look there. And Gian Wei from PR Web Online News Release Presswire, I thank you once again for being with us once again. Well, thank you so much, and I'm more than happy to come out any, at any time. Once again, check the show notes or the Startup BizCast blog for links to the press release ROI report, as well as PR Web and Gian's personal blog. If you have feedback on this or any other episode of Startup BizCast, I would love to hear from you. You can leave a voicemail on my new voicemail hotline number, 206-350-7905. That's 206-350-7905. You can also email info at startupbizcast.com or leave a comment on the blog. Also, don't forget to join the Startup BizCast group on Facebook. There's a link on the Startup BizCast blog that will take you to that. That's a wrap for Episode 70 of Startup BizCast. Thanks for listening. I'm Steve Mullen.